All right, number 18, Merrimack takes on second-ranked Boston University on the road here tonight in, in Boston, and uh, BU wins by the score of 4-2. With us is Mark Denny, the head coach of the Warriors. And, uh, Mark, I actually thought you guys got off to a pretty good start at the beginning of this one, despite the the penalties. You did kill the penalties, but you had some pretty good chances at even strength. But uh, at some point there in the first period, it started to tip in their direction, and it stayed that way for a while. They were able to get some goals and, and get a lead that you weren't able to come back from. Yeah, I, I would agree with you about our good start. Um, I was talking to Coach Gilligan before the game, talking about how geez, we're, we're, we're young and, and I don't know that we know how to play a road game yet, you know, and, and what we mean by that is, you know, you just want to keep it simple, you know, and, and you know, make straight line passes, keep the puck out of the middle of the rink, get, advance the puck line to line, get the puck in and get after it. Uh, and I thought we played pretty well. We killed some penalties. We had some pressure. And instead of playing simple and shooting pucks and getting pucks deep, Tried to make some plays, uh, you know, some drop passes, some back diagonals. And, uh, you know, good teams, especially, you know, ones with potential first picks overall, just jump all over that, you know. And, and um, I didn't think we managed the game very well. You know, I, I, just, I thought played pretty hard. Uh, but, listen, they're a good team, and, and when there's blood in the water, uh, you know, they, they're, they're drooling. Uh, and... I thought their compete level picked up from there, and, and ours kind of stayed where it was. And I don't think we had any real pushback until the third period. But uh, I was proud of our guys with the way we finished. You know, say what you want. Uh, you know, we, we won the last period of the first half of our season. Um, it just wasn't enough. Uh, as much as the first period, I thought, particularly from, I don't know, the eight-minute mark or so on the rest of the period, I was, as much as it favored them, you still got to the locker room down only one to nothing. So, uh, you know, again, as bad as it might have gone, that was still the case. But the, the two goals early in the second period made it that much tougher. Yeah, you know, and, and it was a play through the middle of the rink where, um, you know, the, we're there and, and they chip it in the zone. We don't outnumber them. We're working like the Dickens to get back into the play, and we almost over-back-check it and leave their weak side D wide open. Uh, you know, Jack Eichel makes a, a real good play, finds him. He shoots it. We're still in decent position. They get a nice tip, and 16 seconds in, we're down 2-1, to one, you know. Um, I think there was another turnover that caused their third goal, um, you know. And, and it was really, we, we, were, we were taking on water at that point. You know, there were a couple times when I thought maybe we should call a timeout and, uh, against my better judge. Well, yeah, we, we didn't. And, and yeah. you know, um, but it wasn't enough. Uh, it, we can definitely learn from this experience. Uh, you know, going down a couple guys in the second didn't help. Chase goes down. Gus goes down. You know, so we start the third period not only down uh, 4-1, but also with a short bench and so i thought our guys really gutted it out in the third yeah the other guys banged up two in the game you know some guys who who uh were able to return like ben bod and then i think that uh colquist took one off the the the, the leg or the skate maybe you've got vinnie scotty two blocking shots early in the game so a lot of guys did get banged up um you know the guys who got banged up and didn't return you know can you tell us anything about how they're doing uh, pretty sore, yeah. You know, I mean, we've got some time off, and I don't think either one of these injuries, well, touch wood, I, I hope neither one of these injuries will outlast our break. So we hope both those guys will be ready when we get back at it after Christmas. But, um, you know, they're, they're gonna, we're going to have some walking wounded over the holidays. Yeah. 
Oh, you know, I guess you could really get down to it in this game and say, you know, I mean, everybody knows how good the top line is for BU and, and that they were able to produce all four of the goals. And your, your top line produced a couple of goals. So I, I guess it comes down to the fact that, you know, the top line for their team outscores your top line 4-2. to two. I mean, everything else ultimately ended up being even. I don't know that, that you know, how you guys look at it. But, uh, uh, I mean, you're playing the number two team in the country, so there's something to be said about that, I suppose. Uh, you know, I... We did a much better job against them last night. Um, you know, I, I just I, I don't think we handled managed the puck as well as we as we could have, and uh, they made an adjustment in the middle of the rink, and and you know we didn't adjust in time. Uh, you know, and they and they were able to find their center off chips a couple times, and uh, it's a good learning curve for us here. I mean, at the, at the beginning of this weekend, we talked about this being a, a, a barometer for where we are as a, as a program, where we are as a team. And, um, you know, just right now we've got to get better, and that's how we have to look at it. A key juncture in the game, maybe in the second period, it was 3 to nothing. They appeared to go ahead 4 to nothing. the goal that was waved off. Uh, can you tell us what the reason was on that goal? Was it that it, it never crossed the line? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see it when he pointed it as a goal. I didn't ask for it to be revo- reviewed, but it was. And uh, all you want with those situations is to get the right call. So um, at, at that point it was a matter of, hey, you know, we, we, we just want to take care of business. Whatever happens, whatever comes out of those reviews, you can't control it. Um, you know, we talk about it not letting it affect how we go about the next shift. You ended up getting the power play goal by Christie soon after that. That one got reviewed. Also went in your favor. So a two goal swing, I suppose. You know, could have been four to nothing. Instead, it's three to one. So you guys, you know, that enabled you. It seemed like it gave you guys some life from that point on. You guys played better the rest of the game, and and you got within two, as we said back in in the third period. Even though you didn't get any closer, you you played your better hockey from that point on. Yeah, and, and listen, let, let's we understand the psychology of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, they're up 4-1. They're, they're not pressing as hard. Um, we are pressing, and so we're going to get zone time. We're going to get some plays. But uh, it would have been very easy for us to lie down against the number two team and say, hey, this game's over. But, um, you know, we, we did a pretty good job of staying positive on the bench, our, our, our guys. And um, I think almost being shorthanded almost helped us because everybody had to get in the game because we were rolling three lines and an extra guy. So you really didn't have time to... You know, hang your head. You you were up next. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I heard some things said after the game last night just about, uh, you know, the difference in the rinks, for instance. Uh, you know, first of all, lots said about your rink being smaller and so on and then going to a rink like this at BU. I know it was a little wider, but overall, I mean, is, is it does, – does the extra few feet or whatever it is make that much of a difference uh, going from last night to tonight, for example? Um, uh, it, it can. I think it's more familiarity. You know, we're pretty familiar with our rink and its dimensions. They're pretty familiar with their rink and dimensions. Um, and it's comfort. Because you're familiar, you tend to be more comfortable and, and, and like playing there. So uh, BU's always been very good at home. And when they get it going, like I said, when there's blood in the water, man, they're all drooling, looking to get after it. And their compete went up. And, um, and, and ours didn't we, didn't. we didn't respond. We didn't push back quickly enough. Rasmus Tiernan came in, played the third period. Perfect, twelve for twelve. Um, guessing you, you know you're pretty satisfied with how that went tonight. Yeah, and, and listen, uh, Delia had seen enough rubber at that point. You know, uh, we saw it as an opportunity to maybe jumpstart our team. Um, you know, and also get some get Raz some minutes of quality game time. Um, you know, and, and, and so we were able to accomplish two. I think it did jumpstart us a little bit, uh, and, and Raz, you know, looked good in that. 
All right, so you're at the break now. You're actually exactly halfway through the regular season here with uh, a few weeks off before Christmas. Ten wins uh, against just five losses and two ties. Uh, 500 in the league at 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. Um, uh, I guess... Uh, can you take a minute or so and, and kind of assess you know, where you think you guys are now at the midway point of the season, maybe compared either to, to what you thought or where you think you could be? Um, you know, we, we don't go through that. We, we want to be, our expectations are that we're going to be competing for, for championships. Um, but beyond that, you know, I, I've really avoided looking at the schedule and kind of saying where, where do we fall. Uh, with 10 freshmen, you know, I, a lot of question marks as to what we really had. Um, so I think... If I look back after the 16 games we've played, it's really uh, a better understanding of what we have. Um, you know, and, and we've got a resilient team. We've got a lot of energy. We've, I think our speed has improved. Um, I think our special teams have been good. I think our goaltending has been excellent. And uh, I think we're only going to get better. So those are the things, you know, you made a lot, a lot of positive things off the first half, part of the season. Um, Maybe you know in recent games, of course, you're playing better teams. You're playing in the league as well. The, the goals have been harder to come by. Is that is that an area where maybe you guys need to, to, to try to find a little bit more of a focus to try to get the scoring back up a little? Um, it's you know it's it comes and goes anyways with everybody. You know the, the team that just threw 46 shots on us and and four goals had, had gone three games uh, without scoring much. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, it's a matter of just sticking to your game plan and. You know, if you get put enough rubber on 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 the goaltender, you're going to score goals. So, uh, goal scoring is hard to come by, especially five on five. Uh, like I said, we, we think our special teams can be pretty good. Um, you know, they're going to need to be if if we want to have some success. And uh, being 500 in the league at this point, uh, you played a pretty tough schedule. As it turns out, you look at the teams that you were playing at uh, going into the year, and. I I think everybody you played in the league, uh, uh, just about everybody, was projected to be in the in the top half or the to- even the top co- uh, third or so of the league. So, um, you know, facing the the iron as it were, and you guys come out at 500. You know, that's not a bad position to be in either. Yeah, and and you know, I, I think our, our early season win and tie against Providence looks a lot better. I mean, against uh, UConn looks a lot better now after they go and beat BC and tie BU, and you know, so. Um, you play the games that are on your schedule. Uh, Hockey East is as deep a league as there is in the country. Um, you know, whether whoever we have next is going to be a good team. We've just got to make sure that we're a good team, too. Uh, speaking of who you have next, it's Minnesota after the break. Uh, you know, everybody knows how good they are. Uh, for, first of all, how did that come about? You guys are in the Marriage Sheet Classic about there, out there, uh, their tournament. How did that come about? Yeah, you know, I, I talked to Donnie Lucia down in, in Naples a couple, a couple of years ago. Uh, about wanting to get on their schedule and seeing if we could get in the Mariucci. You know, we knew we had uh, a couple of Minnesota kids in our program, and, yeah. you know, one of my commitments to all of our guys is that, you know, if we can, we're going to try to play games closer to where you're from so that uh, your families can come and enjoy uh, and watch you and support you. So, uh, you know, he was nice enough to invite us a couple of years ago, and, and so it's been on that schedule, and uh, looking forward to playing them. Obviously, they're a good team, and it's going to be a good challenge for us. Yeah, it's a good point. You're playing a tournament in New Jersey earlier with a lot of local players down there from New Jersey or Philly or you know Delaware, as the case may be. And um, you mentioned the Minnesota guys. It seems like there have been more and more of those in recent years. Uh, you know, is that a particular area of focus for you guys in recruiting? Well, you know, we've done a lot more in North American League, and there's a lot of Minnesota guys playing out there. Um, and, and it's, I mean, it's a hockey hotbed for sure. I mean, look at the, the players that they're they've been able to produce just out of high school hockey. So. 
Um, you know, we have been a little more aggressive in those areas, and we've really enjoyed coaching the kids from from that part of the country. They're really respectful, you know, really sincere uh, people of integrity. And, and uh, you know, hey, if we can get some more, that's great. All right, the holiday break's coming up. I know your your players have uh, exams coming up as well. What's the schedule look like for you guys between now and that uh, tournament in Minnesota on January 2nd and 3rd? Yeah, we'll have a couple practices before finals, and then we've got some ice available to the guys. We're going to you know, hold everybody until the 15th so that they can skate and, and, and get treated if they need to get treated and uh, just continue to think about Merrimack hockey. And then and then they'll have 12 days off. You know, They'll go home, and they're not due back till the 27th. Um, you know, the, the, the student athletes nowadays are so physically fit that uh, you know these guys aren't going to take much time off. You know, and, and they're not going to fall out of shape like we would have back in the day. So they'll come back on the 27th. We'll scrape, scrape some of the rust off. Um, you know, I, I think there's probably some changes that we're going to want to make, uh, some minor adjustments to our game that we've talked about as a staff and kind of instituting over the break. And and then you know we'll take off on the first and, and fly out. All right, thanks, Mark, for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and the family and the uh, entire uh, Merrimack program. We appreciate it. We'll see you again after the new year. Thanks, Mike, and, and Merry Christmas to all the, the Merrimack hockey fans and supporters, alumni. Um, you know, we, we're uh, really looking forward to the second half of the season, and, and it's been a lot of fun so far, and we appreciate all the support. Merry Christmas.